Hello. Sound check. Sound check. Okay. Good. Hello. Hello. Hi. All right. So Hello. no Scott. Quality issues. Should I be on my computer? I have a better mic, but it means that it can sometimes get laggy. Don't worry about it. We're not we're not looking for quality on this one. Nope. This this is more along the lines of we're recording it for just purposes of me going back and listening to things if I need to, uh-huh. but more so for the people who are just really interested in the game and they want to see the kind of the behind the scenes slash uh, the different route that you guys will probably end up taking. Even though you guys will probably, I'll probably keep you like not that there's like. Okay, I'll just basically kind of briefly talk about the game and kind of like my methodologies behind it so you guys have an idea of what to expect. Um, most D&D stuff, I, I'm sure as many of you guys are experienced tabletop gamers, there's a lot of freedom in where you're going and what you're doing. There need, it needs to be a little bit more of a linear experience. I mean, there's definitely definitely choice. And ba- basically, like, compared, like uh, the example I would give is like point A in most games is always like the beginning of the game, and then you get to figure out what point B is. I've already kind of predetermined for the most part what point B is going to be. I mean, there's some variations of what point B can be, but there's still a rough idea of where it's going to end up. But because you guys are like the test team, uh, if they do go in a certain route, that like let's say you guys decide to go to point, you know, point A, and they go to point B, I'm going to have to kind of redirect you guys to point B so that because um, I'm baiting, they're testing their content basically. But at the same time, this is still your guys's game. I want you guys to have fun with it and enjoy it. And you're not just here to be guinea pigs. I haven't played very much. I've only played a couple of games, and that was a while ago, so I wasn't entirely sure how similar it was. Okay. Well, basically, the way the way I like to dungeon master is I like to kind of explain as I go. So I mean, we'll definitely like if there's any questions, don't don't hesitate to ask at all because I know that Jen and Ryan and Daniel and Steve <laughs> will have tons of questions. So. Yeah. It's going to happen. Okay, so basically what you want to do is you want to pick two charms. Depending on whatever your specialties are, you're going to want to pick two charms or two jinxes or two hexes. And then whatever isn't your specialty, you take one jinx and you take one hex. Another thing is, I don't know if any of you are rules lawyers. I tend to be like, if you can prove it to me, roll a d20 and I'll probably let you do it. Um, So tonight with like a lot of the stuff that we're doing... It's not, like, set in stone. It's not supposed to be, like, you know, really, you know, rigorous, like, you know, this is how the world is. It's just kind of like a guide, if you will. And most of what we're going to do tonight is actually role-playing. Uh, there are there, There's one combat sequence, and that we and that's pretty much it. That will be for the first session. Uh, I think we can go ahead and get started, unless if there's anything we need to, like, pressing to figure out that I haven't completely forgotten. I think we're relatively good to go. The story is, uh, if you guys can remember correctly, is that this is the year 2020. Uh, it's taking part several years after the uh, epilogue of Doom, or and many years after the fall of Lord Voldemort. Um, you guys are hardworking orders for the Ministry of Magic. Uh, you work for the department head, uh, Mr. Harry Potter. You're doing various uh, missions and whatnot uh, in your various departments. For the most part, you guys don't really work together all that much, so you guys don't work know each other incredibly well, but you've heard of each other, and you're just kind of like uh, acquaintance co-workers. For some reason, because it's been, this past evening has been a rough one, you guys decide to take a load off and decide to get drinks together at the Three Broomsticks uh, after uh, a, a day's work uh, at the office. So at this point, you guys are all going to the Three Broomsticks, you uh, and you guys arrive there, and I'll let you guys take it from there. If you and then just let me know what you want to do. 
Uh, so basically, the objective while you're here at the Three Room Sticks, take a load off, get a beverage, get some food, uh, get to know each other, get to know your characters a bit, talk a little bit about yourselves, a little bit of backstory, kind of talk about who you are. And then when we kind of feel that we've, you know, acquainted ourselves well enough that uh, we will move on to the next stage of the deal. So you guys have entered the Three Room Sticks. Let's go get a table, guys. Yeah. All right. There's a really good one in the corner. It gives us a really good view of the door. Oh, awesome. Good for uh, security and stuff. Yep. Okay. I just really want some fire whiskey, uh. you guys, so. <laughs> oh, I hear oh, that. Okay. Patrick's finally off to Hogwarts. How is, how is he liking it? He's liking it good. It's, um, he's, he got started no Ravenclaw. And um, so his brother Aiden's helping him out because it's his last year. And um, Kennedy is starting her fourth year here uh, at Hogwarts. And she's, of course, in Gryffindor. Of course. Of course. So at this point, not to interrupt your conversation at all, uh, a, a timid young girl who may or may not be named Stephanie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Stephanie. It was not, she was never supposed to be named Stephanie. But oh, well, she's named Stephanie from here on. Until the, uh, Michelle, you haven't listened to the, basically uh, they, they wanted to know the name of the bar, of the, the oh. bar person. And I didn't have a clue. I, I didn't, it was just supposed to be like a one-off, not important character. And now all of a sudden... <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, yeah. so Stephanie Fire. walks up. Bar wenches says, are are important too. They, yes, yes, they, I guess <laughs> they are. So she says, "Welcome to the three broomsticks. Uh, what can I get you folks this evening?" I'll have a gilly water. Okay. Can I have some dragon cider? Dragon cider. Uh, just, just as a DM note, uh, is that a alcohol beverage? Um, I don't know. I wasn't. We we'll say it is. I, okay, call is it. Cider not alcohol. <laughs> Some ciders are. Sometimes. I had Sometimes. a delicious cider yesterday that was alcoholic, but that's that's off topic. Anyway. I was thinking, like, super hot, just, like, apple cider with, like, spices in it. Mm, okay. Oh. Oh, that sounds good. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'll have a butter beer. Okay. Give me my, my fire whiskey. Fire whiskey. Okay. I need it. I need it. <laughs> you have no idea how much you need it. Anyway. Uh, uh, so... Uh, so then she, so she takes your orders and nods and thankful that there isn't some woman who's trying to accost her like she did last week. Uh, Pantsless. All right. So then you guys, they, while you guys decide to wait for your orders, you decide to talk more about yourselves. By the way, for the sake of just for the play, the, the role play aspect or the, the knowing you just, you might want to introduce actually you guys can introduce yourselves to me. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to remember everyone's <laughs> character's names. Honestly, okay. I don't have a last name. I don't know. I don't know the last name. Do you have insomnia? Not insomnia. Whatever it is. <laughs> amnesia. Amnesia. Insomnia, amnesia, something. I'm sure you could work that in. <laughs> now, you could just be like Ryan where you have like some like disease like celiac disease. And you're just like randomly insomnia. You have, to roll, you have to roll a 20 to get out of it every single time. Like, oh, oh she fell asleep this round. <laughs> okay. All right. So if I remember correctly, Colin, you're Andre? Was yes. That? Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know why exactly I went with the French sounding name, but that's, that's what I went with. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, Michelle, you are uh, Miranda, right? Correct. Miranda Ainsley. Ooh, okay. Um, Cat, I forget your character's first name. It was Moira. Moira. Moira Doyle, married to Thomas Doyle. And your three children, who, you, who you enjoy speaking yeah. about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Rachel, I, I apologize. You said what your first name again was? Uh, Samantha. Samantha. 
Okay. All right. So, so this that's for your own character knowledge. So, since obviously you guys are coworkers, you would kind of have a rough idea at least of who your names were. That'd be kind of silly if you didn't. So, just kind of keep that in mind. Okay. Go back to socializing while I figure this whole D roll twenty thing out. So, what classes is a uh, kid that's going to Hogwarts starting? <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot. <laughs> 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 well, well, Aiden, of course, you know, being my smarty, uh, smarty, I don't know. Um, Aiden's the smart one, and, you know, oddly, you know, uh, so he's taking arithmetic and ancient runes, and he really wants to um, do something with that once he graduates from Hogwarts. Kennedy's still trying to figure out things. She's taking care of magical creatures and really enjoying it right now. And, you know, Patrick really hasn't started many classes yet, so he's still kind of getting used to Hogwarts as a whole. Yeah, I, I didn't see too much of it because I, I only saw it a couple times when I went with my aunt's kid, so these Canadian schools are pretty weird. You're a Canadian? <laughs> I didn't get that. Are you a transfer student? Are you like the horribly written Mary Sue transfer student that is like boyfriends with everyone? Make <laughs> friends with everyone? I have <laughs> okay. How will we know what your characteristics are if you aren't from one of the four houses, though? Well... What house did you attend while you were in? Ravenclaw. Okay. What was that? What, what house did you attend? Do there houses at the school you were at? Uh, they don't really have houses in Canada, but um, I was on like the soccer team. So you have Muggle soccer? Your wizarding right, school? Wizardy. Uh, it was wizarding uh, soccer. <laughs> it was wizarding soccer. Wow, I wonder how you play that. I don't normally act like this is a DM. I'm just, I don't know, I'm enjoying the conversation. <laughs> I, think, I can't I, help myself. I Isn't, I just, right? I, I heard that, that wizarding soccer is a lot like quad pod where like the ball explodes or something. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Um, they kind of hover too. I don't know. Interesting. Kind right. of like a newfangled sport they kind of invented recently. Mm-hmm. All those crazy. All those Muggleborns just inventing new things for us wizards to have to yeah. <laughs> get used to. Just... <laughs> there must be some sort of fire incorporated in it, right? Because I think it would just make it more exciting, right? I don't know. I never understood Muggle sports. It just seems so really boring. That's all. I... I never understood sports in general. I mean, what's the point? I mean, if there isn't six goals to score on, what are you trying to do there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my aunt's kids are pretty into Quidditch, so I know more about the rules than that. It's been a while since I played the whole wizarding soccer thing. It's been like eight or nine years, so a little bit fuzzy on the rules. So, sense, yeah. anybody else have any news? No, not really. I mean, same old thing, trying to work with Transfiguration, working with uh, Scott's character's name here, on coming up with new spells, mostly try to work in part-time with the spell discovery section. Okay, so at this point, uh, while you guys have been uh, enjoying each other's company, uh, Stephanie has come back with her beverages, and since the last time she has been waiting, she's much more stable, so she won't be spilling her, her drinks anywhere. So she gives each of you your drinks and says, is there anything else I can do for you folks? Could I have some sweet potato fries, please? Of course. Any uh, other one else want food? Same for me, I think. Maybe some uh, stew. Some beef okay. stew. Beef stew? I think that's all for me. Okay. Just, you... just keep them coming. Just keep them coming. Just keep... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. She gives you an odd look, but still smiles because she wants the tip, and she walks off. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. When did your character become a drunk? 
<laughs> Last time we played. <laughs> no, don't say anything. I, I was about to say, how are you handling that addiction problem of yours? <laughs> yeah, I raised three kids. What do you have to drink about? <laughs> I just, I just kind of catch some bad guys. You know, that's that's my passion in life. It's my calling, and so that doesn't why come are you easy. Drinking? It doesn't come easy. It's not an easy job, as you all know. <laughs> the weekend, there's no bad guys to catch right now. Yeah. There are always bad guys. There are always bad guys to catch. Exactly. True, so. but not when we're not on the clock, or at least not not tonight. Looks like it's pretty calm around here. You never know. This is why we chose the 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 table with the clear view of the door, right? That is true. Always vigilant, right? Yes, yes. But you're right. I should I should lay off the fire whiskey last time. It totally made me mess up so much. I cast spells on myself. So nope, you're talking too much. What? This is what actually happened. This oh, OC, oh, out of character? You're out of character. <laughs> no, I'm not. Wait, wait oh, you're ta- oh, you're talking as if you had done this previously in the past, but yes. for this character, <laughs> not as you game. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. You're mix- I thought you were mixing your player knowledge with your character knowledge there for a minute, and I kind of was going like, what are you doing? <laughs> nope. Okay. Con- continue on. I apologize. We'll, we'll end this bit when I finish my horrible drawing of the combat map. So uh, you guys probably got about three more minutes. No, so, so what do you have to drink about? I'm very confused. It's just, I mean, you guys know, it's it's just hard. It really is. I need to uh, make sure that I'm I'm keep loose enough for the next time that we're called in, you know? I don't know. Man, you really are an alcoholic. <laughs> I, I acknowledge that. <laughs> I acknowledge that I have a problem. In fact, yeah, maybe maybe I should switch drinks. I don't know. I do like fire whiskey, but maybe I can switch over to something cold turkey. You need turkey. to keep loose. That's what the stretching is for. I mean, I know it's muggle and like it's you know taboo, but it really actually kind of helps. Does it? Does it really? Okay. I heard that the, about this muggle thing, uh, yoga. I've never heard I, that. I might, I might try that. It's some sort of Eastern thing, I think. I don't know. My aunt got me to try that once. If, if they drag you in and tell you it's going to be fun, don't expect it to be fun until, like, the next seven times. Because if you're not used to it, it's pretty bad. Who's mm, your no, aunt? How do they know all these, you know, how do you guys know all these muggle things? Well, I'm a half-blood, so. Oh, okay. You're a halfling? <laughs> half-blood. Oh, half-blood. I, I was like, long <laughs> D&D campaign setting. Oh, well. <laughs> Continue. My apologies. <laughs> I didn't know you were half blood. You learn something new every day. Oh, there you go. Yes, I don't remember. Are you, are you a pure blood or are you muggle blood? Or I'm pure blood. Yes. Ah, okay. We haven't we haven't talked too much one on one there yet. Yeah, of the uh, I'm I'm Mo- I'm Moira Doyle. My um, but I'm actually my um my maiden name was O'Connor of the Dublin O'Connors. So definitely mm-hmm. pure blood. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, no, I'm uh, yeah, haven't quite figured. Got all the family tree stuff on the wizarding side yet, so kind of a mystery to me. I'll have to ask my aunt sometime. Well, hey, mystery is part of the fun of life. Well, there you go. Spice of life, so true. So, spice <laughs> <laughs> of life and fire whiskey. <laughs> so at this point, another employee at the three broomsticks, not uh, not uh, whatever her Stephanie. name was, Stephanie. <laughs> right, poor Stephanie. <laughs> um, she he brings out all the all of your food and other uh, your second uh, Mir- uh, what's your name Miranda your second fire whiskey that you asked for and I think I don't know did anyone else have extra drinks nope 
I'm okay. still working on my gilly water. Gotcha. Okay. All right. And then he also asks you, is there anything else I can do for you folks? I'm good. And, and he takes off. Yeah, good. How about you, Andre? Are you, uh, you want anything else? No, I, I think I'm pretty good at this point. Okay. Folks, have a nice night. He walks away. Wait, so that, that was a different person than Stephanie? Yes. Basically, have you ever, have you ever been to a restaurant is where the, from, oh. the person who brings your food out is separate than the person who usually is your waiter, waitress? I, I, think, I, I honestly think you need your eyes checked. Okay. Yeah, it's not the same person. Okay. One was a man and one was a woman. <laughs> one was a man, one was a woman. Thank you for clarifying. I was confused. Okay. <laughs> that was weird, though. I don't know why. I don't know why that guy was there. Here's a hint. Yeah. It's and the fire whiskey. Who knows? He could be trying to spike it. Yeah, I know. It's a little bit suspicious. Why would you he try and spike it? It's we're ours, and this is a well-respected establishment. I mean, I could see if we were at the hog's head. That's true. I guess I've just grown to be cautious and suspicious of everything. It's the side effects of these jobs, you know? Yeah. Follow the path of Moody. (laughs) Yes, well, Moody wouldn't be caught dead coming out here, so. And he wouldn't drink anything that didn't come out of his own flask, so. Indeed. Might just lost eat some of these delicious sweet potato fries. How are they? Are they good? Oh, they're excellent. Thank you for asking. Awesome. Yeah, no problem. Actually, you know, I think you guys are right. Maybe I should try to sober up a little bit. Do you think I can take a couple? Kind of sop up the uh, alcohol? You can have some of mine. I'm not as fond of sweet potato ones. Or or we could always just uh, cast a sobering charm on you. Instant sober. could do that, too. Is there sobering no. charms? No. Well, there is. There is in most pretty much everything else. And every yeah, single yeah, yeah. fan fiction, there is a sobering charm mm. or a potion. That's awesome. Comes from a large opponent of D and D, at least. True. I guess you could. Well, I'm gonna have her attempt it. Okay, I'll be honest with you. For those of you who are drinking alcohol beverages, you will have to save out of your drunkenness. Or, yeah. Or, or, what yeah. I thought. Yeah, because that's gonna be an endurance check. So, all right. So, I'm ready for you guys. So, basically, all right. So at this point, um, as you are all all too aware, uh, from the, for those of you who have played before or have seen the scene, uh, at this point, uh, the front door bursts open, and four owls uh, who have uh, things clutched to their to their talons, not their beaks. Gotta remember that. Uh, and fly, fly around, and they land on your table, and then they ha- and then what would you like to? Well, if it bursts open, I would have probably try like pulled my wa- my wand. <laughs> Mm-hmm. At the bird, <laughs> it's like birds are attacking us. <laughs> it's Alfred Hitchcock's The Bird, or even worse, Birdemic too. Well, it's, it's <laughs> terrible movie. It's also more the the whole idea of like it's a loud noise, mm-hmm. and you've got instincts to like draw your weapon. This is true. I, I would understand that. Do you want to make an Do you want to make an opportunity attack against the? Uh, the owl? <laughs> <laughs> I actually do. Okay. You never know. They could be an magi, and that would just be the best way. I mean, uh, imagine if you were a bird and a magi. You could get anywhere with being an owl. This is true. Uh, all right, so, Moira, go ahead and roll a d20 for me. Uh, hold on. It likes to fall off the table and go places. It happens. All right. I got 15. All right, so as one of the birds is flying around, <laughs> you take aim and you decide to cast a stunning spell at it, and you drop it dead, and it falls straight. And there's like there's a there's a couple who's like having this romantic dinner, 
And all of a sudden, that that owl just falls right in the middle of their table, and they're like, ah! And then you like, and then that that's what happens. With you, you you take out the owl, but the rest of them land on your table. I no take, take, off I, take <laughs> I take the owl off the table and say, "I'm really, really sorry," and then leave. <laughs> okay, um, that's cool. All right, so then at this point, you guys have all these owls, one unconscious, the other two <laughs> still waiting for you to take the uh, parchment off of their talons. Yeah, might as well take them off after we try to burn Massacre. Yeah, let's take the uh, from the owls there. Let's take this one see what the letter says. I assume they're all the same, so I'll just let you guys tell me what it is. How yeah. did how was I to know that it wasn't they were going to attack us? But so you would think, you would think, Wizarding Society, you get pretty used to owls coming in all the time. Well, it was a bang. <laughs> this is true. They did burst the door open. Well, I don't know how many owls can burst doors open, but apparently really strong owls. <laughs> don't you think that's the least bit suspicious? No, I I agree with you. All right, so we'll go ahead and say you all open up your letters except for uh, Miranda because she's lazy, a lazy drunkard. And uh, basically all of you read, it says, basically it's the first letter of your last name, which we don't know what it is for Rachel because she doesn't have one apparently. And uh, it says, my uh, briefing room, five minutes. And then it says, P. All of you go ahead and roll a d20. Gotta get open my best bag. Oh god. This is what I'm calling a common sense check. Oh boy. You have to roll really yeah. low to fail this. <laughs> I got an eight. Never doubt the ability for fumbles. I got a two. I got a twenty. <laughs> Damn, okay. where's that crit when I need All right. it? Alright. Uh, uh oh, no, that's a break. Miranda, what'd you get? Wait, I don't know how I'm doing this. How oh, do I do here, this? I'll roll it for you. Or okay. you can roll it on D twenty two slash roll. Yeah, there, yeah okay, there, uh, If you guys want, D twenty, you guys should be able to get in right now. Oh, I got like that. No, no, that's not it. I clicked on a thing somewhere. An email. Oh, join game. That might help. Oh, hide areas. Hide. Oh, I'll not look from it then. <laughs> oh, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's not the end of the world. It's hide. We're the beta team. Yeah, it's like you guys are here. You're basically here. I no, I don't want. I don't even have no, the beta test. <laughs> close, deny, close. Why does it keep on wanting me to do this? Click remember. Oh. What does it want you to do? It wants me to. It says allow something to access your camera microphone. Deny, remember, uh, close. You don't have to, but there is a built-in uh, speech feature for those who don't want to use Skype in case. It uh, tries to incur two, just because, you know, running Skype and running this at the same time can be a little heavy if you're far away. That's true. Oh, well, as long as I can still run things, I'm good. Okay, so... How do I do do this? Are you having problems getting in? No, Colin, how did you get your... So, you just put slash and then roll space D20. So, it's not rolling, but just roll. Slash roll space D20. Yeah. And And then enter. Yep. Okay, all right, so everyone except for Moira, because apparently she's having a senior moment, um, <laughs> realizes that the P stands for Potter, which is your guys' <laughs> boss. Um, so if someone may want to tell, tell, tell uh, Moira about that. Um, we all just get up and leave Potter. and she's <laughs> just like, what's going on? <laughs> okay, all right, so um, at this point, you guys can, what would you guys like to do? 
operate back. Yeah. All right. So you guys want to go ahead and head to the Ministry of Magic. All right. I'm going to give you a couple of different opportunities to go about doing this. Someone, I'll roll a common sense roll for you guys. Oh, you guys failed. No, I'm joking. Uh, Basically, you guys can't directly operate into the Ministry of Magic anymore. Um, That is actually one security feature that uh, that kind of stuck around after the Death Eater reign uh, back in uh, the 1990s because of the fact that the ministry kind of became a little bit of afraid of people just randomly coming into the ministry. Uh, basically, what you do is you apparate into... Uh, they've established a... Like, there's a, an abandoned building next to the Ministry of Magic's uh, muggle entrance that you... you And there's a bunch of wards where muggle uh, muggles kind of obviously deterred by it. You apparate there, and then you, you take the muggle entrance in. The other more official way, the, the more preferred way by the Ministry of Magic, is flu. You will notice that there is a the uh, a fireplace at the Three Broomsticks, which you are pretty sure is attached to the flu network. So you could also go that way. Or if you decide just you want to be crazy and go on a little bit of a trip, you can go ahead and procure yourself a broom and fly to the Ministry of Magic from the Three Broomsticks. Um, there are not owlbears in this game, at least not yet. I haven't thought. Oh. By, by, by the way, Colin, uh, that's fine. If you, basically, if you can kind of come up with it at the point at this point, if it's not overpowered, okay, I'm cool with it. So, what would you guys do? You guys want to try to operate, or you guys can all do your own individual things. You don't have to go together. Like Someone it, take Festral. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. What was that? Someone take a Festral. A Festral. <laughs> you can say if you want to go to Hogwarts and get a Festral. I'm totally cool with that. I'm gonna There's use a the flu network. Spot. I'm gonna okay. flu. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna flu too. I operate and go to the second building over. Okay, everyone roll d20s. Pouncer, okay, you have to get down because I cannot roll while you're... What? (laughs) What the heck? I got a one. Did you fumble? Yeah, I got a a one. I got a fumble already. fails in in one roll. That was awesome. Oh my god. It's like Diagon Alley turned into Nocturn. Okay, so basically... Oh, owlbears. (laughs) So... All right. I'm still sobering up, you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way... Um, okay, I'm still so having the, my senior moment, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so who is drinking any sort of form of alcohol? I drank alcohol. Okay. I think everyone but me. Okay, everyone had I alcohol. I think I decided the cider was not alcoholic. It was just, like, flaming. Okay, all right. So then at this point, it's Moira and Miranda. Um, until you save... Go ahead and try attempt to uh, save out of it. Uh, but until then, your drunkenness state gives you negative two to all roll, uh, all uh, all checks. Um, so you're both actually at negative two on this. Okay. <laughs> negative one. Negative one, you're right. Negative one. I can't do math, apparently. Um, um, but at this point, Rachel has successfully gotten to the Ministry of Magic. Uh, Colin has apparated into the building and is probably making his way to the muggle entrance. Uh, do me a favor and you should, now nah, you should remember. You go ahead and you get in, you remember the passcode and then you go into the muggle entrance. However, Moira and Miranda have ended up in this random person's house. Um, you're not terribly sure, but you figure you really shouldn't be there. So first, before you do your, your, your attempt to get back into the flu network, uh, go ahead and make me uh, endurance checks. Uh, right. Be sure to apply your endurance modifier if you have one. I got a 10. Is this a, a 20? So 10 and a 20? Oh, wait, no. I'm... Okay. 
14. Okay, you're both no longer drunk. Thank you. Yay! So you don't have any bonuses. But, so you both decide, because for some reason you ended up together, you know, thankfully. Uh, (laughs) Apparently you did close enough and you both screwed up enough. (laughs) Um, You go ahead and get back into the network and give it another go. So go ahead and roll a d20 for me. Five. Eighteen. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, by the way, um, something I I neglected to mention. No, I won't be mean. I was going to have you guys take damage, but I won't. Okay, so uh, Moira, no, sorry, Miranda gets there. Ah, what the heck? Moira gets there, too. I'm never Uh, taking the damn flu again. (laughs) I fall out of it. At least it's better than splinching if you fumbled for operations. That is true. Yeah. That's what I should have had Jen do and then actually take damage because she lost her pants. <laughs> anyway. All right. So you guys end up at the Ministry of Magic. And at this point, uh, so you guys are very familiar with the Ministry of Magic. You, you know it. You'd be there every single day. And then you guys make your way to the Aura's office. You dis- any of you guys want to do anything at your desks before you decide to head into the briefing room? Anything of importance you want to check? Or do you just want to head straight into the room before, you know... You know, you make Potter angry or something. I'll probably um, check to see if I have any memos. Um, just because of my contacts, I like to check to make sure that they're not checking in or anything. Okay. There are a couple notes on your desk, but they're the ones that were, you know, the, the memos that you saw before you left for the okay. three rooms. So there's no new information. Yeah, I'll pretty much do the same thing. Go check my desks, uh, straighten my tie in front of my gigantic mirror, all that. Okay. Yes, I'm here. You have a gigantic mirror at your desk? Yeah. That's awesome. They're ponces, both of them. Yeah. So, but apparently, so, so no one has new information uh, on anything. So at this point, if you choose to do so, you may want to head to the briefing room. Okay. Heading to the yep. briefing room. Okay. All right. So you guys end up in the briefing room. Inside, you see a very familiar figure, which you recognize to all be you all to be your boss, uh, Harry Potter. Uh, there is a woman who seems relatively recognizable. Go ahead and roll perception checks for me. Four. Eight. Oh, hang on. Do we add the modifiers for that? Yes. Yeah, add, add your modifier for uh, okay, perception. I, perception. Oh, I don't yeah. have any of those, Bobby. Yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> You're good. You're just good. let me know what I need to do. Like, if I'll just be nice to you. Yeah. I... Modifiers. Yeah. All right, so for those who rolled over a 10 or higher? 10. Uh, me. Okay. All right, so basically, for those of you who roll a 10 or higher, you recognize the relatively uh, slightly aged woman uh, in her bushy brown hair, and you recognize her to be uh, her minor... Her minor... Her minor... I cannot talk tonight. Ah, Hermione has two kids from minor and major. So, and she is the new head of the Magical Law Enforcement uh, Department. So she is basically now your guys' boss boss. None of you are too, you've seen her around, but none of you, and you're obviously well familiar with the legends of, you know, Harry Potter and and his friends, Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger. But you've never, none of you have really kind of come into contact with her all that much. So as you guys walk in, uh, Potter says, uh, excellent, uh, go ahead and uh, sit down, sit down. Just as an FYI, if Jen rolls high enough, uh, it, basically when Jen walks in the room, because Jen's character has a reputation within within the department, <laughs> Hermione's going to be complaining to Harry that it's like, really, really, you have this person on this case? That's fantastic. 
Yeah, so I'm she doing still, still trying to seduce Hermione, but sure. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, so like think, think of think of, uh, of of Emily's character and trying to seduce everyone. That's kind of what Jen does. I oh. understand. <laughs> All right, so as you guys as you guys walk in, Harry uh, Harry apologizes for uh, calling you off duty, but basically informs you that there's been a bit of an emergency. He, uh, he, he waves his wand and in front of some kind of presentation system that wizards have, it'd be like PowerPoint for, for wizards. <laughs> if you have any ideas on how to make this more exciting sounding, please let me know. Anyway. Well, you just make it like appear like kind of like, you know, the floating mm-hmm. solar diagram things like in the air. Ooh, that's Something a good like that. idea. Yeah. All right. So he, at the middle of the table, he kind of brings up kind of like a magical diagram of what looks to be a small fishing village. At least that's kind of the general look of what it looks like. And he basically what he tells you is that uh, about roughly 12 hours ago, they lost contact with an undercover agent that was working for a, a, a kind of like a gang of dark wizards. They are known as the really dark, evil, bad guys, a.k.a. I haven't come up with a name yet, so feel free if you come up with a name. Ooh, ominous. Yeah, I know. Uh, you should fear them. The Knights uh, so, of Alpargus? The what? The Knights of Alpargus. Oh, nice. What's that? Those it's were the... the Death Eaters were originally going to be called. Yep. The what was called? <laughs> so the Death Eaters were, suppo- were originally called the Knights of Alpargus in Joe Rowling's notes. Oh, like Knights on Horses, not... I just think we found out owl bears, but... <laughs> <laughs> the, the dark Actually, I, I like that idea because I don't want to like tie too well into the, the the Death Eaters because that may or may not play into the story later. No, Which, it's just it's they have nothing like they were never used oh, in canon. Okay. They were just like Oof. in her notes, so it's like a nice little nod to. Odd. I think I'll save the Walpurgis for the main problem. Okay. And for and for this for the sake of tonight, the gang's name is known as the Albears. Okay. <laughs> so, so let's make everyone happy. So we have owlbears. They don't have any actual owlbears, though. Okay, so the owlbears have... Uh, they've, they've had a uh, an undercover agent within the owlbears for the past couple of months, and then within the last 12 hours, they have uh, missed their, uh, their, their check-in, basically. And so what uh, Harry is telling you is that um, he wants to send you guys in to rescue the undercover agent from the owlbears. Uh, on another reason as to know that they, they, they feel that he has been compromised is because they received an owl from an undisclosed source. Uh, basically, it's, this, it's a woman. Uh, actually, teeny, meeny, miny, moe. Okay, three. Rachel. You do me a favor and do a, just do a d20 roll for me. I got a one. (laughs) I'll let you re-roll that. Just roll it. 18. Excellent. That's what I was looking for. Okay. (laughs) So, um, Rachel, one of the things that, uh, I'm sorry, Samantha. Samantha, one of the things that Samantha has been working on for the past uh, couple months is she's been attempting to get a jump on a polyjuice uh, polyjuice prostitution ring. That basically they they take people, they they steal things to make polyjuice potion, and then use it to turn people into certain other people, and then use them to make money in shady ways. 
So the the owl bears you're familiar with the owl bear, owl, bleh, 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 owl bears because they are one of the more they're they're again they they they're involved with illicit uh, magical artifacts and uh, inappropriate and, and spices and whatnot and drugs. Uh, but for the most part, they are known for their their polyjuice potion uh, uh, activities. So you are you're familiar with this uh, with this with this group. Would I know them too? Because I deal with black market and like under the table they're a relatively well-known group okay they're not like super well-known but you may have heard their name in passing okay like you wouldn't have had any majorly direct dealings no. like, they, like yeah because so, no I, I deal with like black market right they, they do some stuff so like you may their name has may have come up right. there as like buyers but they're not usually the ones doing selling unless if, unless if they're selling people on the black market which then maybe Probably isn't part of my. Yeah, you're not. You're you're more along the lines of other. Yeah. Property. Okay. So basically, Harry says we need to get in contact. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I digress. The 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 reason that they're really aware of the fact that the undercover agent has um be become the lost our cover is that one of the uh the ladies that has been uh, working for the uh, Albers has kind of realize that they are now messing with the ministry on a severe level and she's kind of getting what this is what harry's harry's assuming this and says you know i i think i think this woman's getting spooked and she doesn't want to be involved with anything serious with with us so she's basically informing us so that she can kind of you know get off the hook so she she has some information i don't know how much you can trust her but she's our only lead on what's going on inside of the the owlbearers uh base of operations which mm-hmm. according to according to this woman is in this small fishing village that uh, Harry has kind of conjured up in front of you so then he so he does his whole presentation and then he turns to you guys and says so do you guys have any questions yeah uh, how many are we looking at do we know estimated size uh, the amount of amount of uh, operatives in the owl bear area we there is our undercover agent who apparently, from we understand, is been captured and has mm-hmm. been found out. Uh, and then the other person is this woman. This woman, by the way, and, he, and Harry acts as if he totally forgot about this, uh, but now he remembers because uh, I forgot, uh, is that she has offered to meet us at one of the docking, one of the docks uh, in, in the fishing village uh, under kind of the cover of uh, kind of the cover of the evening. By the way, FYI for you guys, this is kind of like summertime and it's also kind of like, you know, five, six, probably like six o'clock, six thirty in the evening. Cause you guys like went from work, had a drink and now you're back at work. So it's, t- it's not nighttime just yet. So oh, it's she, summertime. It's, it's summertime. So it's still, it's, it's still, it's still <laughs> light outside basically. Mr. Potter, why is it that we are agreeing to see her at the docks of all places? Because it's a trope, and that's what you're going to have to end up doing. <laughs> We're not in a position to make demands. Basically, this is where she's, <laughs> she's she's hiding here, and she is afraid. She's basically afraid of retaliation because if she she feels that if you guys she she you meet blah, 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 she meets you in public that um, she's she be found out, and they're going to kill her. So she's basically she, what she wants to do is she wants to basically okay I'm giving you a little bit of player knowledge the kind of uh, GM knowledge she wants to meet you hi- hidden and then she kind of wants to go back 
Like, she doesn't want to, like, be, like... She's going to come out of the shadows, say hi, and then leave. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, like, not get implicated. Like, here's the information. I don't want to die. I just want to give you information and then go back and on my merry way. And you don't kill me when you storm this place, basically. That's kind of what she's looking for here uh, okay. as, as a character. So, at this point... So, Harry says, all right, so if you guys have any questions, go ahead and suit up and head out. Suit up. Suiting up. How, how exactly do we suit up? Uh, you suit up. Is there, is there a special aura suit? Other than the, ro- the robes that you have. <laughs> the, ro- the robes that you have. Uh, uh, your, I don't know. Would you guys be wearing your combat robes? I don't know. I guess that's up to no, your character. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be. Uh, no. You would probably be. Especially summertime, it's probably all, like, floral patterns and Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> Yeah. Since, since Miranda is so very suspicious of everything, I always have my robes on. Okay. Are you stealing from Richard's character a little bit? No. Okay, I'm just curious. <laughs> All right. Okay. I have so, to reinvent my character because I changed her backstory. You did change her backstory now that she's a drunkard. Uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> hey, she's working on the problem. <laughs> you are working on the problem. Okay, so... All right, so I'm going to speed this up a little bit um, because it is already 7-11 and I want to get some of the combat in. Okay, we only so, started like a quarter after, didn't we? Yeah, we did. That, that, we were, I don't know. My goal is to try to be done in the next 15, 30 minutes. So okay, let's, well, let's... exposition probably is something that we don't need to hear as exactly. much as details. Uh, do me a favor. Okay, so you, we're going to have you port a key port in, a port key in. Um, and then you, and this, oh, by the way, this is a muggle fishing village. So you're decked out in wizard swap robes, if you will, and you need to basically make your way to the docks. So what I want you guys to do is you guys can either make a streetwise check or you guys can make a stealth check. And if you do it, and oh, by the way, and if you do add and either one of them, stealth or streetwise, add, uh, add your muggle, uh, muggle studies uh, bonus as well because you're dealing okay. with a muggle situation. Oh, oh I got 13. Frick. I got, um, I got four. No, wait, hold I on. 16. I got six. I got six. I have an 11. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we have an 11 from Miranda. Uh, 16. 16. I got a 13. 13. 6. Moira, Moira, Moira. What were you doing? Were you stealthing or were you streetwising? I was streetwising. Okay. So your you're, you're, you're kind of, your knowledge of Muggle, the uh, way they build their, their cities, you uh, basically, you sneak around, but you kind of get the impression you're not super, like, you know, you're not, you're not like, you, you notice that you think that people kind of look at you kind of funny. You, people, some people do see you. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, roll the four stealth with the six and plus three. Yeah. No, that 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 definitely works. Okay. All right. So then you guys. All right. You guys are all. Uh, are you guys all at the D twenty thing? Yep. Okay. Let me reveal this and try to figure out how to reveal this. I mean, I am you know a pure blood, so my muggle studies is like negative two. Yeah. <laughs> Did you take the negative two as well. Yeah. Oh, nice. So awesome. Yeah. I had a feeling that would happen at least to somebody. Where is the reveal button? Well, it didn't make sense for my for me to be a pure blood and have a you know a zero for Muggle studies. Yeah, just yeah. never give us control of the uh, pieces. Make sure you control them all, because otherwise it's impossible for you to actually hide anything. Because we can still move in hidden areas. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, it's it's a little broken, but it ends up if GM ever tries to hide something in an actual in another campaign, you just kind of toss your thing around randomly until he gets pissed off at you and reveals it all. Nice. Okay, Michelle, are you in this? Yes. Okay, so everyone sees the the boxes 
Mm-hmm. And the colors and my horrible drawings. Okay, excellent. All right, so put it up um, on the fridge. Hey, it works. <laughs> yeah, it functions. Hey, it's plus. Good. Here we go. She's going to be your target. That is going to be where uh, the informant is. So basically, you kind of come in. There's it's kind of high evening time. There's still it's like the sun is setting, and uh, ooh, you can click on things. I see that. That's cool. What would you guys like to do? You're kind of you kind of. Actually, go ahead. Everyone roll a perception check for me. Okay. Four. Twelve. Okay. Anyone else? Fifteen. Okay. All right. So for those of you who rolled over a ten, um, and I guess in turn you're all going to find it anyway, you kind of get like basically what's going on here. The big black boxes are buildings. Those are buildings that are, you know, you can't go into. They're kind of like Mm -hmm. boarded up buildings. This is kind of an abandoned area. The red, yellow, and orange boxes, those are all, uh, like, cargo boxes that would have been used for shipping things, but muggles obviously have abandoned this area, so they've just kind of abandoned things. The brown boxes, you know, those are docks. The rest of this is uh, uh, water. I guess I should draw some blue something to make it look better. Yeah, can do that later. You can just... It's water. <laughs> okay. All right. So, basically... Hey, what would you guys like to do? And you also kind of feel that it's kind of abandoned. It feels a little eerie to you. It kind of almost feels like a trap. You're not terribly sure, though. I'm going to go over here. Okay. Um, how do I get back? I should. There we go. Which color do you want to be? I don't care. Okay, you're going to be this one. So you wanted to go there? Yep. So I'm, okay. like, going behind mm-hmm. here to check, like, if anybody's over here. Okay. Roll perception for me. 16. You don't see anyone. Okay. Would anyone else like to make a move while there's still free movement? Would anyone like to engage the informant? Well, I don't think I'm aware of her yet, but uh-huh. considering my partners have been walking around, I might as well follow. Okay. I want to make you this one. Is that, does that work? Yes. Okay. Oh, no. I'm very particular about which little person represents <laughs> me. <laughs> I think that the only people who haven't moved yet are uh, Samantha and Miranda. We have a lot of A names, or A ending names. Uh, would you guys like to do anything? Um, I'll probably just hang back, keep watch behind our, our, our backs. Okay. You can be the green old crone. Because <laughs> they're all kind of old crones. Anyway, and then uh, Samantha? Sam, go talk to the lady. <laughs> <laughs> Sam gets to talk to the lady because she's not responding. Yay! <laughs> okay, all right. So, basically... Interrogation, interrogation. Mute button on for like five minutes. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> what would you like to do? Do you want to? Do you want to be the one who talks to the person? I'm okay with that. I was gonna check, like, to see if there's anybody else hiding around with a perception check or something. Okay, so uh, what we'll do is we'll have you go out there, and then from the dock, you kind of look around. Go ahead and perce- uh, roll a die for me. More d20. Uh, I got a seven plus six bonus. You're successful. You don't see anyone. Okay, so basically, you interrogate them, you get information about the uh, the person they have captive, the person that the, who leads the group, you get information about stuff, narrative, 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 and then at one point, all of a sudden, uh, you, a jet of green light hits her in the head, her eyes go wide, she collapses to the ground, you all roll initiative. So there, I don't think there's any initiative modifiers. So go ahead and uh, just roll a d20. 12. Uh, 6. 9. 13. 
13. No, Pouncer. Uh, I'm sorry. Moira, you had what? 12. And Samantha, you had? 6. Okay. So let's see. So we go Andre, Moira, Miranda, and Sam. Okay. All right. So that is combat. Let me roll for our friends. All right, so top of the order, initiative order is Andre. As you kind of look around you, you don't see anything. So, actually, well, you, we'll do a perception check for me. How about that? We'll start off the combat with a perception check. Okay, let's see. We're rolling again then? No, not you guys. J- just call me. Five. Okay, so even though it was, you have, it was a limited roll, uh, you noticed that the green light came from the top of the building that was behind you. And basically... Let's see, you are going to... She's dead now. Goodbye. <laughs> um, let's pretend her corpse is there. She's really dead there, guys. <laughs> really dead to the point of... Yeah. She did a double door and fell off the dock. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that, that, that is a guy, right, but who happens to be a snowy owl. Uh, They're owl bears. They're owl bears. That is right. They're... Okay, so that, that is where one of them has popped up. That is the only one that you see at this point. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like your minor action. Okay. Kind of to dictate so, it for you, but sorry. But that's wait. fine. That's fine. So I get my major action then. I assume I'm going to try yes. to attempt to cast something here. And sure. let's look. Well, could do transfiguration. What is he standing on? He's standing st- on the building? He's standing like on the top of the, of, the, of the building, the abandoned building. Okay. Uh, for just a quick note, the... Um, sure. Jinx's slide three squares, that's you or that's someone else? That's them. You slide okay. them three squares. Well, then I guess I assume I'll try to cast a Jinx okay. and see if I can make them uh, slide three squares off forward so I can get them off balance and maybe even pull them down if pull I get off big enough. Good idea. Yeah. Two, zero, and minus two. So I'll roll d20. Add, this would be what This would be what type of magic? Just jinx? Just jinx. So whatever okay. whatever number, whatever your wand jinx number is, you mm-hmm. add that as a modifier. Yeah. yeah, I'm just looking at, and none of, like, knowledge skills would come into play. No. Okay. Knowledge skills are just more, like, for checks. Ooh, 17. You nice. hit him. So, and then how much for damage? Uh, that would be d6. Let me pull. Uh, yeah, let me pull. Uh, no, it's a d8. D8? Okay. Are we only pull. using D8s and D20s? Uh, they're D6s. Mainly D8, D6, and D20 at the moment. Okay. You have to forget about so many. D10s and D12s. Are you going to slowly kind of ease them into using more dice? Basically. Okay. Um, enough. Three on the D8. Okay, so, and then and what is your modifier? My modifier is plus two. Okay, so he's going to take five damage. That modifier applies to attack and damage rule. Ooh, that's very nice. Yes. Okay. And so basically, and then you want to pull him over? Yes, I want to try to pull him towards the edge. Okay, so he is going to make a saving throw against that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Ooh, I like that sound. Critical fail. <laughs> um, so basically what happens is with the, the effect, so you cast your spell and you hit him straight in the chest, but then he, 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 like, he, he falls as he's going to fall back from the damage, mm-hmm. but the magic is pulling him forward. And he, and he starts like like trying to grab onto anything, and mm-hmm. he not and he falls off the building, and you hear a sick thud, and you just see his corpse lying there. He's Dang. dead. He's dead. Nice. Mine. <laughs> XP bonus. You you took out half of his damage, and then he took the other half and fall damage. 
Um, as of right now, there is no XP in the system. Okay, all right. So excellent job, Andre. Uh, is it, you haven't moved yet. So do you want to make a movement or do you want sure. to? Sure. I'll I'll go to the other side since we don't want to be all clumped together. So okay. What is your movement? Uh, my move. I have light armor, so I have all six. Oh, you have all six. Okay, excellent. So one, yeah, two, three, four, five. Six. Okay, technically not in the building. I just I'm horrible at drawing. Okay, all right. So, um, at this point, three figure. Uh, all of a sudden, you see that that black smoke that they love so much in the movies <laughs> swirling around, which is clearly apparition, but it doesn't make sense because it's movies. Uh, and three more uh, foes uh, enter the battle. One is. Let's see where I'm going to put these guys. One will be here because he's an idiot. <laughs> uh, this guy will show up here and bozos over here. Okay, and so this is um this is D's turn. So D is going to move and take a shot at Moira. I think that's Moira, right? Should you give her the blue one? Yes, I am the blue one. Okay. You look kinda like an owl to me. Got confused with the enemy. He's going to try to hit you with a standard stunner. He misses you. All right, and now it is C's turn. Uh, C is going to step forward a couple steps, and he's going to take a shot at uh, what's it, a Miranda. And this is going to be a a hex. Do you have a hex number? I don't have any numbers. It would hit you anyway. It's a 14. Okay, so you are going to take... You said three? Hmm? You said three? I only count two. For what? Enemies. Oh, no, you have to scroll sideways. It's a pretty big map. <sighs> I didn't realize that at first either. <laughs> I, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just I'm having trouble because I have a Mac, and it keeps going back. Instead of... Click on the little zoom button in the corner of the top left hand. Oh, awesome. Yeah. There's a zoom? What? What is this yeah, magic? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think uh, the roll button's there, too. It's, uh... Miranda? Yes. You take six damage. By the way, um... I have 20, right? You, I'll put you in standard armor. Yes, you have 20 health. And then you have five movement speed. So you add 20, so negative six. He hit you with uh, the first hex, which is three ongoing damage. So at the beginning of your next turn, you take another three damage until you can save out of it. So he hits you with his most, you know, dangerous, powerful spell. Okay? It is now... Shield, or is that not a... a... Do you want a shield? You want to make a shield attempt? Yes. Okay, roll d20. Ah, crappers. <laughs> yeah, you fail that shield, and you use your shield. By the way, uh, guys, just a couple things. You you each all have a Protego spell. Uh, you it's an immediate react to any player, and you can shield any player within like relative range, like as long as you're like within ten squares mm-hmm. burst. Um, and if you if you successfully do it, you negate half the damage. Okay. Am I close enough? I'm like. Um, the, only, the, only, the only rule to this is is you can only use one shield spell on a person at a time. So it's not like you like you all can't use the same shield at the same time. So it's like yeah, one it's shield for like, so better idea for Yeah. So she used it. So she takes six and then three ongoing. To, the next, at the end of your next turn, uh, Michelle, you will roll a d twenty, and if it's higher than a ten, you are no longer under the effects of that spell. Okie dokie. It's basically the Crucio spell from last time. Remember? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
All right. Okay. So it is now. Where have you gone? No. Okay. My bad. Your turn now. I um, I'm going to try and hex the guy that tried to Amos follow me. Okay. Actually, okay. No, I didn't screw up. Good. We're on. We're on track. Okay. Go for it. All right. So you, which what kind of spell are you gonna use? A hex. Okay. Go for it. And I, I'm not this one. I'm not sure how to add these up. Well, wait, first off, what did you roll? I rolled eleven. Okay. What is your modifier? My modifier for hexes mm-hmm. is fifteen. Okay, that should be your defense modifier. Okay. What, what do you have on? What do you have for wand? Three. Okay. So you have you rolled eleven. You so have it's three, fourteen. So it's fourteen. Okay. That will definitely hit. Go ahead and roll a d8. Seven. And then say so seven plus three. So that's a lot, uh, 10. That'd be 10. Okay. Is there any effects with your hex? Like, did you pick an effect for it? That I'm not sure about because I'm used to playing non or oh, what kind of effects. It's fine. I... It doesn't matter. He's dead anyway. Okay. All right. So moving on. <laughs> I was just curious. Usually hex of, applies to the target anyway. I just realized that. That's why I kind yeah. of just stopped you short. Sorry. We'll, we'll go over more spell stuff when we have more time. I'm trying to... Uh, hopefully, We'll finish this encounter hopefully in the next couple minutes. Because you're now down to two guys. That was... Uh, I'm trying to remember which guy that was. That was B, I believe. Yeah, it was B. Okay. All right. So it is now Miranda's turn. Okie dokie. I'm going to that attacked me. Okay. Obviously. I will... What are they called? I'm going to do a... Make sure you take your three damage, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's right. A hex. Okay. Does it say which one it, it is? Do you want to do more damage to him? Do you want to give him a negative debuff? What would you like to do? Like, like there, it's in the list. You either can add three ongoing damage, negative three. So if he tries to heal himself, no matter how much he heals himself for, he takes a ne- he doesn't heal for three. It's like It's like a heal block. Or you can give him a debuff where he gets negative three to his attack roll, negative three to his damage roll, or negative three to all of his defenses. Oh, I see. Uh, let's do three. Okay, so you want to do negative three to his attack roll. Yes. Okay, all right, so go ahead and roll that hex. This is a D what? Six? D20 first. We've got to roll this. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, that's right. Okay. What the? <laughs> Did you roll? I got a four. Okay, you miss. So, yeah, I know. Uh, would you like to do anything else with your turn? You have a, a minor action. Like, do you want to check anything? Do you, do you want to, or do you just want to move on? Can I punch him? No, that that's a standard action. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> okay, all right. So it is now A's turn. So A comes out from around the corner here, and he uh, he points his wand at uh, Andre and begins muttering an incantation. Ooh, crit hit. All right, so he was just doing a stunner spell, so he hits you for a total of four damage. Got it. <laughs> and that ends his turn. So now it is Samantha's turn. Yay. Now to go. Uh, um, is the four damage with damage reduction from Light Robe? No, wait, that doesn't happen. What am no, I talking no, about? <laughs> no, you That's just... a different game. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to move to hit the thing, right? Well, who who are you trying to hit? Are you going to try to hit uh, the guy in the center or kind of the guy off to the side? Well, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be able to hit the guy way off to the side. Yeah, you're probably far away from him. Let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. What's your movement? Uh, 5. 1, 2. Does that work for you? Uh, sure. Okay, all right. Go for it. 
Would I just try to hit them with a spell or something? Uh, yeah. I can go ahead and stand. What kind of, would you want to just do standard spell, like a stunner, or do you want um, to use a special spell? Trying to figure out how to... Is the strength type? That's how that adds to your power? No. Strength is more... That is just, uh, like, if you need to, like, climb over a fence or if you need to push or pull something. All oh, of, sorry. It's yeah. the, the setup of the... It's in the charms and hexes section. That is correct, yes. The plus two. Mm-hmm. So um, we, we, have, we have plus two, too. Yeah, is that for, like, how much you hit them for and yeah. stuff? That is a bonus to the, the attack roll and to the damage roll. Okay, yeah, so... so- I may do a charm then. Okay. Plus two for that. Sure. Does it matter which one or? Wait, just out of curiosity, how do you have a plus two? You should have a negative two, a zero, and a plus three. Oh, a plus three? Yeah. Okay, I've got the the number. It says something else on the uh, character sheet here. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so I guess it'd be plus three then. For okay, and then plus three to charms. And I uh, just pick one of the ones from the sidebar there. Sure, like go for the, it. Uh, damage roll before. Sure. Okay. So if you hit him successfully on your next turn, you'll get a plus four to your attack or to your damage roll. You use a damage or attack roll. Okay. So do I roll the D eight or the D twenty? Do the D twenty first to see if you hit him or not. Okay. I got a two, so probably not. <laughs> I am sorry to say that you you miss him pretty much. You base you shoot your you, you shoot off that charm, and all of a sudden it just goes off and hits the building and causes the side of the building to kind of just explode and. You're just, nothing happens. Sorry. Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, Andre, your turn. Top of the order. Okay, um, just hang on, let me look. Sorry, I'm helping someone else with the character creation for a different game at the same time, so I'm sure. multitasking. I will attempt to focus on the guy on my left. Okay. I figure I've probably got a pretty straight shot on him. You do. And uh, considering that, you know, I mostly jinxes, I could probably do a hex... Uh, I'll go for immobilize. Okay. So I'll take that and let's see what we do here. Uh, I got a 16. Okay, you hit. And then damage is D8. Mm-hmm. Plus two. I got an eight. Excellent. Okay, so he takes eight damage and he is now immobilized, meaning he cannot move. And anyway, all right. I don't think it's going to become an issue. All right, but it's fine. All right, so he, he he's eight and immobilized. All right. Uh, it is now D's turn. So uh, at this point, he notices that someone from behind him is shooting spells at him. Not very successfully, but still nonetheless being shot at. So he rounds about and uh, and points his, his wand at uh, Samantha and starts muttering an incantation. And he also spectacularly misses you. Uh, <laughs> and his spell goes off into the ocean. And that ends his turn. Uh, so it is now C's turn. He is immobilized, so he is going to attempt to break his immobile. He's going to use his movement to try to break that. He fails, and he's stuck. All right, so he loses. He's done with his turn. Moira, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to hex the guy that is kitty corner to me. Okay. I rolled a 19. I have. I have a three extra, so that's 22. That definitely hits. <laughs> Plus an ongoing damage, just in case he survives this one. Mm, nice. <laughs> okay, so how much damage was that? Hold on, hold on. The D8 just rolled way under the table. Give me a second. Sure, go for <laughs> it. D8's got a two. Okay, so you do two damage. Wait, no, wait. Uh, what was your modifier? Uh, ongoing damage. Plus no, I, I know, but the uh, the plus on your hexes. My uh, plus on my hexes is three. 
Three. Okay, so then you rolled three. You said, I'm sorry, you said two damage, so that's a total of five damage. I had a 19 on my d20. Okay. Uh, all right, and then he takes two ongoing. All right, yeah. so you have five health. Excellent. All right, so it is now Miranda's turn. And I he's dead. still lose three, correct? Oh, oh I didn't roll actually, a yeah, go, ahead, go ahead and roll d20. Wait, he's, d- he's dead, this no, guy? No, he's not. D- okay. uh, both C and D are still alive. Okay. Well, yeah, Guys, but if we have if we have if we have demobilized, we could just take him back for questioning. You could. All right, you you save out of that, by the way, Miranda. So don't take don't take the three. Okie doke. Man, it is now your turn. Okay, so the the one in front of me is the one that's immobilized, right? No, the one that is in front of you is the one who is taking ongoing damage uh, from Wera's spell and is currently weakened. Oh. No, he's not weakened. He's that he's he's hurting. Let's put it that way. Okay, I guess I'll just do. Can I just do a standard? Yeah, go ahead and stun. Stun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fourteen. You hit him. Uh, D eight. No, I'm sorry. D six. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I screwed. Yeah. D six. D six. Four. Okay. All right. So he takes four damage. Anything? Uh, that pretty much is your turn, unless you want to do a, a minor action. I guess that's it. Okay. All right. It is now uh, Ace's turn. Where are we going with... Ace dead. um, Yeah. Ace dead. Okay. So then it is now Samantha's turn. Awesome. I'm just going to hit with regular spell. Sure. Just any spell, whatever it is. Um, So do I just roll d20 for that? Yep. Just standard d20. Hello? Hello. Hey. We hear you. Can you hear us? I can hear you now. I think I hit the switch on the volume. Gotcha. Sorry. We're good. No worries. So what am I doing? D20. Okay. Uh, four? Four. That is going to miss. Any, any minor actions? Um, like any checks? You want to check anything? I would check. No. This is the second time he's asked. I'm just... Um, okay. Should I do just a regular perception check to see if there's anything else going on? Sure. Go for it. Like, okay. Is there anything... Like, you just want to just a standard perception of what's going on? Well, there's... I don't know. I, I guess... Is there sure. anything suspicious going on around? Go for it. Um, 16. 16. Okay, so basically, uh, aside from the fact that you and your comrades are fighting two dark wizards, one of which, you you only see one of them, by the way. You're assuming there's another one going on, because you see uh, Andre, you hear Andre fighting, like, shouting incantations, and there's magic sounds going on. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you, uh, you, in front of you, you see the guy, and you see... Uh, some uh, you see Miranda around you. You see the boxes. They look pretty old. They look muggle-ish. You, you're not familiar too much with it. But aside from that, there really isn't much going on other than the fight between you and the Dark Wizards. Okay. Okay. So, All right. That's it. Andre, your turn. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, it seems like they still pretty well have them covered. So I'll just make a normal attack against the guy to the left, considering. I got him immobilized last time. Okay. And my bonus for that would then just be nothing. Is that correct? Yeah, it's just, a, it's just a D20, yeah. Okay. Anything higher uh, than it's Three. Ooh, you miss. Yeah. Anything else you want to do? Um, Considering I got minor action, can I move to around the corner? Yeah, and you still have your movement, too. Yeah, I'll move to around the corner. Okay. That okay. should be it for me. Excellent. Okay, all right, so it is D's turn. Uh, D uh, takes three, and he's dead. Ooh. It is now C's turn. C uh-huh. is going to attempt to save out of mobilize. 
And he fails. All right. Wow, these guys are really competent. Uh, it is now Moira's turn. Um, now I want to I wanna stop and discuss, do we want, um, guys, do we want to take him back to headquarters to question him? That would be good. Or do we, I mean, because, yeah, so can we... Bind him and some Bind him up way. and uh, take him sure. along with us? Sure, sounds good. Um, okay, so let's get you in... You're going to attempt to uh, incarcerate him, incarcerate or whatever the spell is. Incarcerate, yes. Mm-hmm. Let's see. You are in, you're in standard armor, right? I'm in heavy armor. Four. Okay. Go ahead and roll a d20 for me. <laughs> Three. Yeah, you miss. Yep. Okay. All right. So it is now B's turn. He's dead. So that makes it Miranda's turn. I will attempt the same as Moira. Well, let's go ahead. You want to move into position where you can do so? Yes, I would. Okay. You're around the corner. D20. Mm-hmm. 16. There we go. Okay. So successfully uh, <laughs> even further because he's already immobilized. But hey, you can never be too sure. I mean, Pettigrew. Yeah, definitely. Doing another uh, scabbers incident going on. Okay, so at this point... I heard about that. Yeah. So uh, you guys are now officially out of combat because you have basically suppressed all of your enemies. Um, Wonderful. (laughs) So basically, however, at this point, you see there is, unbeknownst to the one, because the drawing's amazing, you could easily see there's a door. Uh, Basically, a door bursts open and another person comes out. He seems to be. Uh, do a gen- everyone do a perception check for me. Actually, everyone. Actually, you're you're kind. Of, you can see it. So yeah, everyone roll a perception for me. Twenty-one. Fourteen. Oh wait, Eight. hold on. I'm not even adding my 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 thing. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, those are nice. They help. They help. Seventeen. Okay, so basically, you see this door burst open. And you see what looks to be kind of like maybe 17, 18-year-old kid wearing robes. So clearly he seems to be something of, of a wizard type, of uh, not compared to a muggle. Because a muggle, even though you guys aren't, you know, you're, any of you are plus to muggle studies? Um, I think I have something. I think I have, yeah, plus three. Okay. Well, you recognize these clothes as very much be, to be wizard clothes. And so clearly, you know, and you know full well muggles don't wear these kind of clothes. So he bursts out, sees you guys, and then takes off running down. Basically, he's like, um, let's see, I'll just get a free hand. Let's see, he, so he's like, opens this door right here, and he just notices you guys, goes like, oh crud, and bolts up the street into back into the main part of town. And so we'll end the first session of the Orb. Oh, we can't chase after him? That that is the next session. Okay. I mean, if you guys if you guys want to do it, you can. I mean, we can go ahead and do it. In reality, it's basically, it's a, it's a skill check. Yeah, 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 I know. Okay, I mean, it's, it's a it's a skill. Um, what's the term? I forget the term. It, you you stopped it right. Skill challenge. You, know, you you stopped it well because then it's going to be interesting for the next time. Yeah. yeah. Like, next yeah. time on the oars, catch a teenage <laughs> kid who's running away from it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Let's hey, hey, they're of, age. They're, they're of age. Technically, they are t- teenagers, but not really. Don't um, tase me, bro, wizard style. I'm sorry? Don't tase me, bro, wizard style. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how you're going to be releasing this? Will this be over a 
certain channel or this will probably end up i'm not terribly sure what ryan will want it on the feed mm-hmm. the idea is that it will just be or maybe just downloadable from the uh the website i'm not mm-hmm. sure 